Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. All of Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates end with a simple tool that believers can use to share the gospel. It's as easy as A, B, C. A is for admit that you're a sinner and in need of a Savior. B is for believe that the true Savior is Jesus Christ. And C is for call upon the name of the Lord. Three steps to an eternity with God. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on July 26, 2020. Just as Samuel Alito wrote in a dissent joined by Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh also wrote his own dissent, as did Justice Neil Gorsuch, who said, Today's world, quoting, with a pandemic upon us, poses unusual challenges. But (laughs) there is no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Calvary Chapel. Wow. I like that. Interesting, Caesar's palace. Huh. What an irony. I think of when Jesus, when he was trapped, I I love it. It's sanctified, of course. But I just like to read the gospel accounts when they try to trap Jesus. Like, we got him now. <laughs> Let's see what he says to this. So here's this, you know, coin. Uh, should we pay taxes? They got their iPhones recording the response. And Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. The late Larry Burkett, who founded Christian Financial Concepts back in the 80s, had a saying. I really love it, and I've quoted it many times. He said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's, but don't give to Caesar what is God's. Caesar's palace. Back on July 9th, the Honolulu Star Advertiser published an article that was I mean, it was basically a full page. Huge picture of this Calvary Chapel on the mainland, San Antonio, Texas. The headline, Reopen Churches See Cases Surge. I mean, they lay the blame of the surge in cases solely at the doorstep of the churches. Which is kind of interesting to me. You know why? I don't know if you know this or not. Did you know for the last two months, 
60 days, two months in Portland, Oregon. You know what they're doing now over there? Have you heard about this? The rioting? Huh. No case searches there. I don't see a... I mentioned this last week, I think. Sure way to absolutely no way get COVID-19. Just go riot. But boy, you go to church, woo! I don't know if I'd do that if I were you. Have you heard what's happening? Had a brother send me a meme. It said, go to church, and if the police show up, just say you're rioting for Jesus. (laughs) I'm like, yes! That's it! That's it! All right. Listen to this quote. (laughs) This is the Honolulu Star. No friend of the church, dare I say. Quoting the article. In Texas, Pastor Ron Arbaugh said his church, Calvary Chapel of San Antonio, had followed the letter of the law and tried to practice social distancing since it was allowed to reopen in May. But now, about 50 congregants and staff members, including the pastor and his wife, have tested, keyword positive, for the coronavirus. Arbaugh said all the cases had been mild so far. Uh, I, I don't have the time today. Perhaps the Lord will present the opportunity on a future uh, update to talk about the dynamics of testing, testing positive. Yeah, keep in mind, the number of cases is rising. Do you realize that A coronavirus is a cold virus and a flu virus. I better leave that there. Last Saturday, Jack Hibbs sent me a text message with this photo of the Champion newspaper, which is a local newspaper there, in this article with the headline, Churches Forced to Go Outside for Worship. Quoting the article, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills pastor Jack Hibbs presented a Bible series inside the church on Wednesday and the parking lot was full. (laughs) After his talk, A Facebook video showed him mingling with his congregants while not wearing a mask, with plenty of hugs and handshakes. The pastor was prayed over by a group of faithful who circled around him, laying hands on him while not wearing face coverings. Several residents contacted the champion with concerns about the church possibly spreading the virus. They said they contacted the Chino Police Department, the City of Chino's Code Enforcement Department, and the San Bernardino County Public Health Department with no apparent response. That's what I'm talking about right there. (laughs) I suppose 
and the Lord knows my heart on this and my integrity before Him. But this is probably the right time to go on record with the official position of this church as the pastor of this church, which, as you know, is my profound privilege to be. This is our formal position. In response to the city and county of Honolulu's Thursday, July 2nd Amendment to Emergency Order Number 2020-18, which requires, quote, all individuals within the city to wear face coverings while outdoors in public spaces when maintaining a physical distance of six feet from persons who are not members of the same household or residence is not feasible. And whereas section 11 on page 35 of said amendment limits, quote, in-person spiritual services, we have been forced into non-compliance. While we certainly wish to obey the laws of the land, as the Apostle Paul exhorts us to do in Romans 13, verses 1 and 2, the city and county of Honolulu has regrettably and unlawfully overreached, and as such we must posture ourselves, as did Peter and the apostles in Acts chapter 5, verse 29, who after being told that they had strict orders not to teach, proclaim, and worship Jesus Christ, stated, we must obey God rather than man. Moreover, the city and county of Honolulu, respectfully, this is not in defiance, respectfully, has exercised unlawful authority, ordering us to disobey the Word of God and the God of the Word. Simply put, God has not given the government authority over the church, its pastors, and or its leadership, and is in fact prohibited from any interference with church matters that would in any way overrule the church's God-given authority. Furthermore, the church of Jesus Christ is not subject to government officials. Rather, government officials are subject to Jesus Christ. Finally, We will never seek the government's permission to assemble as a church, nor, and this is very important, are we contending for the constitutional right vis-a-vis the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, which states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And here's why. Our religious freedom of worship is a command given by God and not a privilege granted by the state. And that's why we will not ask for said permission. That's our formal position. Now, for those of you here locally, or if you're watching online and you're here on the island, I really need for you to hear me when I say this, and all of you here today. If any of you 
are in any way uncomfortable with our position, please know that we absolutely, truly, truly understand. Perhaps it would be best for you to just watch the services online, should you wish. But if you do come, and please hear me, be prepared and be prudent. And let me explain why. We've already had a couple instances like that which took place at Jack's Church in Chino Hills, California. In fact, one was just last Sunday uh, in between services. It was after first service, and this guy comes in, doesn't go to the church, and somehow he made it past the security team, just you know, walked in under the guise of needing to use the restroom. So, you know, he just went used the restroom, then he came back and he started, you know, taking video. This is the second time now this has happened. Started taking video of our violations. Uh, Pastor Mac then confronted him, as is our right. This is private property. You will be kindly asked to leave, and if you do not leave, you will be removed. We will call the police, and you will be removed from this property. This is private property. And media. Uh, No media is allowed here. This is not a circus. This is a church. And for those that want to take video of the pastor's not wearing a mask. (gasps) Can you believe it? They're laying hands on him, praying over him. That's what we do in church. The worship team is singing. (gasps) I'm reporting you. Can you imagine? Well, this is for real, right? Have you actually read the order, the amendment? I did. I read it. There's actually a section in there about singing. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I wish I was. So, I mean, he just starts going off. I'm going to report. He did call the police. He said, I'm going to call every news station and media on the island, and I'm going to report you. I don't think you want me doing that, do you? Why do I even bring this up? Because I want you to know, we need to be as shrewd as serpents and harmless as doves. That's not the first time, and it certainly won't be the last time. In fact, I would suggest that it's going to get even worse. And I want you to know if that you're planning to come, we welcome you. We're not going to turn anybody away. But you need to be prepared and you need to be prudent. We're going to do the best we can on our end to ensure a safe environment so we can worship as we have been commanded by God to do in this His church. But we also need your help as well. And we need you to understand what we're up against. And we covet your prayers. The kind of things we're dealing with, and I believe will yet future, should the Lord Terry deal with, we really need your prayers, man. Please pray for us. Pray for me. I mean, we're facing some very, very difficult decisions and opposition. So, Be that as it may, we're going to keep our hands to the plow. And we're going to press on, 
We're going to occupy until He comes. We're going to reach the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ while there's still time. And we're going to continue doing what we're doing every week. There is coming, though I should say, and just qualify, there is coming one week where we will not do this. And it won't be because we were shut down. (laughs) It's going to be because we were taken up. Just saying. But we're going to continue doing these weekly prophecy updates, and we're going to continue preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and sharing the ABCs of salvation, which is just a childlike explanation of how to be saved. Before we get to the ABCs, I want to read a short praise report from an online member in the UK. He writes, I shared with a man on Monday the gospel and then provided him with a copy of the ABCs of salvation, and he gave his life to Christ that evening. Even if he didn't. I mean, this is a profound privilege, is it not? To lead somebody to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But even if it's just moving them closer to Jesus. Boy, we have before us, and I know maybe you tire of me saying this, but I say it again nonetheless. We have before us the grandest of opportunities, the opportunity of a lifetime, the likes of which we have never seen and may never have again, to reach people for Jesus. And just have somebody go through the checkout and say, hey, and actually care, you know, because there's a difference between saying, hey, how you doing? Yeah, fine. How you doing? Fine. Really? No, it's more like this. It's like, hey, how you doing, man? I don't know how you're really doing. And really, you care. Move them closer to Jesus. If, if the Lord gives you the privilege of leading them in a prayer to accept Christ, Wow! And what an opportunity we have right now, because people are hurting. People are scared. They're so fearful. People need Jesus. What are the ABCs of salvation and the gospel? Well, let's start with the A. The A is for admit that you're a sinner. Acknowledge that you've sinned and that you need the Savior. This is Romans 3.10. It says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the gospel. He came, He paid in full for us to give to us this gift of eternal life. That's the good news. That Jesus came, He was crucified, buried, and rose again on the third day, and... He's coming back again one day soon and very soon. The B is for believe in your heart 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, that God raised Jesus from the dead. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That is definite. It's not tentative. The verdict is in. The jury's not out. You will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. For anybody watching online, thanks for sticking it out. <laughs> I would like to lastly say that if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, this is no time to delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life. Jesus is coming. He came the first time to pay the penalty, the sin debt, the death penalty for our sin. And He's coming back again. And He tells us in His Word that He will come and He will take us out of this world in the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ, which can happen at any time. Nothing has to happen before the rapture happens. It's imminent. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you today to do so. Today is the day of salvation. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you so much. I thank you for the blessed hope. It's really our only hope. Our only hope is in you. Our hope is not in this world. Our hope is in you. Lord, you promised us that you go and you went to prepare a place for us. That where you are, we may be also. So Lord, I just pray for anyone who has never called upon you, confessing with their mouth, believing in their heart, acknowledging their sin, putting their trust in you for the forgiveness of sin. I pray that today they would come to repentance and make the most important decision of their life for eternal life while there's still time. And there is still time, and that's the good news. And Lord, thank you. And lastly, Lord, and I think when I pray this and say this, I do so on behalf of everybody here and watching online. Maranatha. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. 
All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while, we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.